Yo, what is up? You have found We Like the Blazers. I am Brandon. That is Ryan. Yo. And a little snappier on that. I am Brandon. That is Ryan. Yo. Good enough. And with us, we have an extra special guest. You may know him as Shoes and Moops on Twitter. He is also the host of the Kenny's G League podcast, and he is slicker than a congresswoman vaping in a musical theater production of Beetlejuice. It is Eric Peterson. Eric, what is up, man? What's up? Thanks for having me on the podcast. You are welcome. What did you think of that? The slicker than a congresswoman? Are you happy with that or? Terrifying. (laughs) Terrifying. (laughs) Why do all the, I mean, she maxes out the crazy hot spectrum. I'm not going to lie. So that guy, go get it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, I've seen, I've seen Beetlejuice in musical form. I have no clue at what point in time during that musical, you would say, you know what? I'm really turned on right now. Very beginning, apparently. I mean, to be fair, Michael Keaton was pretty hot, but I mean, that was 30 years ago now. Um, also not a musical production of. Yeah, I I actually can't even imagine. But, well, yeah, I guess, yes, I can. I could imagine a musical production of Beetlejuice. Anyway, that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about <laughs> basketball and stuff. Um, but before we do, just maybe some light banter off the top. Eric, how is everything in your world? And yeah, what's what's going on? Yeah, going good. Just uh, chilling today, kind of watching the the Blazers rumors, you know, continue to happen all day long. Um, just kind of waiting for for the trade or something to drop. But other than that, just uh, just been chilling <laughs> for the first time all summer. Yeah, <laughs> that's Ooh, right. It, it is. Um, yeah, it's a wild and woolly world out there. Um, actually, since you brought it up, let's not spend too much time on, time on it. But really quick, what do you two think, starting with Eric? Is this trade happening this week? Uh, I mean, I always said until this week that it was going to be a deadline trade just because I thought it was so much like the Durant trade. Uh, and now I'm like, all right, it's happening this week. It's it's going to happen. <laughs> I stand by my statements in our previous pod. Uh, I believe I said that I, I, I gave it a very long shot odds of it being Miami before the season. And that if it was going to happen before the season, it'd be any other team. And what are the rumors right now? That it's yeah. not Miami. So I, I I will plan my own personal victory parade for that. If that, if that's how that goes down, but <laughs> Yeah, you will. I, I, I think it's a, I think what we're seeing now is a leverage play. Frankly, they're not talking to Miami, but it is in order to get Miami to up their, their ante. It was interesting hearing Zach Lowe on his most recent podcast saying he talked to a certain GM didn't say who, cause why would he, that GM felt like they were involved in the Dame talks, not Miami. That GM felt like they were being used as uh what was it? A, um, a measuring leverage. stick. Yeah, so they basically this GM told Zach Lowe that like, yeah, we're in the talks, but it's really just for leverage. I just thought that that's very interesting. The machinations of NBA politicking and trade stuff. Yeah, um, it's no different than any other deal making in, in life and whatnot, especially with such high value assets and all those things. But I mean, the thing that's always stuck out to me is I can't remember if I said this last recording was, you know, from all things that have come out or been talked about is that Miami and Portland haven't talked at all. Really? Like there's been no like formal offers made. It's all been speculative offers and all that kind of crap. And so, you know, when, when it's coming out that, Oh yeah, you know, the Blazers aren't talking to Miami. Okay, great. They haven't done that for the last two and a half months either. So what's new? Yeah. 
I mean, I guess maybe at this point I'm just feeling a little exhausted and sad, although I am participating in the Dame Trade Industrial Complex on Twitter. So I'm as guilty of it as anyone. X. But, on X. but that's not why we're here today. Um, we're here to talk with Eric, first of all, because he's a cool guy. Second of all, because he is way better at basketball than he gives himself credit for. Thank you very much. And I also think it's funny that of the two people here, one of whom uh, attended my wedding, is my friend. I've talked to a lot. Uh, only one of you I've played basketball with, and it's not the co-host. Um, it's I'm, Eric. I'm retired. I'm retired. I got my <laughs> <knees. laughs> Retired old. Um, uh, but I wanted to talk to you because you have begun a new podcast uh, called the Kenny's G League podcast. It just so happens to correspond with the Blazers getting a G League team, the Rip City Remix, and they're playing um, in the University of Portland's campus, which is in North Portland. So before really anything else, Eric, I wanted to ask you, um, what is it that led to your decision to start this podcast in a space where there is really nothing like that right now? Yeah, I mean, I think I just uh, wanted to start start something Cause I was excited that they were going to have a team in general. And, uh, you know, uh, I wanted to give myself an excuse to, to follow the team more closely, probably, you know? Um, and it just kind of seemed, um, like a good way to, I don't know, um, to give myself a reason to kind of weasel my way into something interesting, you know, whether that ends up being just like personally for me, that sounds fun or whether it's like, Oh, cool. Uh, this is something that I enjoy more. I'll, you know, put more effort, more time into it, you know, either way it's kind of works out for me. Um, so they had a team, they, you know, got the G league team. Um, and I'm just kind of interested in like how the G league functions anyway, I guess. Um, just cause it's kind of, you know, minor league sports in general seem kind of like a unique thing, uh, something we don't really have so much. I feel like, uh, in the U S but let alone, you know, mm. we really only have the blazers around here anyway. Um, aside from soccer now, you know, um, yeah. So I was just kind of excited to, to dive deeper into that. I didn't give myself an excuse to do it. <laughs> the Portland yeah, pickles like, uh, are upset with you right now. I was going to say to, t- to touch yeah, on that, like, you know, baseball is the only other sport in America that really takes advantage of, of a minor league system or a developmental system for, for their players in which they can, you know, similar to basketball, you know, play to the style that the main team is going to play for, try to work their way up and, and whatnot. So yeah, it's, it's interesting for, um, to say the least of, you know, Portland finally being able to get its own dedicated one. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. I, uh, Oh, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, but I'm still interested though, because it seemed like, like almost maybe, maybe my brain isn't working anymore, but it seemed like very quickly after they announced the rip city remix, here comes your podcast, uh, professional audio editing. It already has a logo. You have a concept for it. Like how quickly did that come together for you? Was it like, yeah, I got to do this like before anyone else did it. (laughs) I just had to do it before anybody else did it. That's all it was. Uh, you know, like I put out the first episode when they announced the name or something and I was like, well, I'm not going to have anything else to talk about for a couple months, but I might as well do it now before somebody else does. That was, (laughs) that was it. Um, you know, didn't seem like it would hurt to 
try to do it first. <laughs> that was basically the only impetus. Have you thought, because you're, you're local in the area, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Have you thought or tried reaching out to anybody affiliated with um, the Blazers organization about how they're doling out coverage for, uh, for their G yeah. team? I, you know, I sent an email to like the general NBA uh, credential email thing uh, just recently. And I haven't heard back from that yet. So I'll, uh, you know, I'll try someone else that's a little more localized than like the NBA uh, general. You should email this <laughs> email account because uh, that would be really cool. Like that would honestly be such a fun thing to, to, to try to get into. So I'm super up for that for sure. Um, but so far, so far, no, but still got some time. Ad advice I could give you on that just from happenstance yeah. over the years and now being, oh crap, eight years into podcasting and, you know, for all two of our loyal listeners, Goldner, no, <laughs> uh, three is, is three. Yes. Uh, but no, is a very, the, the Portland media for as standoffish or as confrontational as they can tend to be online or in social media or whatnot are, always I've always found them to be extremely helpful to, okay. you know, reaching out and, you know, just DMing them and, Hey, this is what I got going on. This, you know, is, yeah. could you point me to the direction of this or, you know, and, or how do I go about that? You know, everybody I've ever reached out to throughout the years. I mean, I'm friends, friends with a lot of the people now that I just sent out flyers to. And I was like, Hey, either, do you want to come talk silly stuff with me on a podcast or, Hey, how do I go about doing this or reaching out to this person? They've always been super accommodating. So one, one bit of uh, upstart podcast advice I could get, don't be afraid to reach out to people, uh, especially locally, because most of the people we have around here locally are super helpful. That's good to know. You know, I'm always, I'm always a little nervous to like, uh, you know, ask someone to go out of their way for like <laughs> some kind of help. Well, I think it's, I mean, to Ryan's point too, I mean, and this is, I'm not just bullshitting you. I mean, you would be doing them a favor by producing something that is well done and thoughtful and giving coverage to the work that they're doing because they, this is new for them, right? Like they're, it's funny to actually see, like you go on LinkedIn and it's like, there's a job opening for like GM of the Rip City Remix. And you're right. Like, I love that so much. That was fantastic. <laughs> So did you apply? That's really the main question. I did um, not apply. <laughs> I will say I encourage somebody to apply for their play-by-play. -play. I hope that they did. Um, yeah. But it was, I mean, but you think about it, like, yes, like the Trailblazers are this big organization and they did, they do make a lot of money, but um, frankly, they need people to help spread awareness to talk about and give coverage to what they're doing, especially because they're brand new. So all to say like, I am really impressed with the work that you're doing and it's really, really cool. Um, and I kind of with you, honestly, vicariously through your work, I'm going to get to know the team better, going to be more interested in it than I otherwise would have been. So at least you've gotten one person like more on board with it than would have been otherwise. Cool. So thank you for that. Yeah, cool. I mean, I think that's kind of my goal is like, that's one of the things that I'm kind of curious to see about the remix. And I guess like maybe like minor league sports in general is, you know, there's like so much, movement and stuff in the league compared to, you know, maybe a, an NBA team or something. Um, I'm kind of curious what that looks like. Cause like there's obviously, you know, people can get really invested in, in players um, and <laughs> let alone the whole team. 
you know, and there's like a lot of emotion that comes from that, of course, in like some good ways and some maybe less good ways. Um, but I'm kind of curious if like for a G league team, if you're, if it can be possible to be, uh, a still invested, but more casually invested fan, you know what I mean? Like, uh, if, if a player <laughs> gets called up to the NBA or whatever from your, your favorite G League team, you're not going to be <laughs> upset about that the same way you'd be if your favorite player <laughs> on the Blazers gets traded. You know, it's like a totally different thing. You're rooting for them to, to leave your favorite <laughs> G League team, you know? And so I'm kind of curious what years down the line, like the attitude of if people get invested in minor league teams, you know, um, I'm just kind of curious what that attitude will look like. So I'm kind of semi-intentionally ahead of time trying to, you know, personally cultivate, like, this is more of like a, a fun thing that, that we get to watch and less like, as much as I can be invested in the Blazers, you know, in some, in some really fun ways that totally pay off, but also some ways that you get really disappointed down the line. That's fine. But, you know, maybe there's a way to kind of like be a fan differently of the remix or whatever, you know, because it's just a pretty different experience. You're rooting for guys to leave <laughs> essentially, you know, <laughs> go make $3 million on a minimum contract, uh, because that's a great thing for, for any player to do, you know, how much crossover are you kind of anticipating, especially in this first year between focusing just on the remix and then how much that'll like stuff with the blazers. I mean, cause I, I don't think that, like in a normal season, I mean, there's like, you know, it, maybe you'll get like a call up or a guy gets sent down to G the G league for the, for an assignment here or there, but you basically, for lack of a better term, we're looking at Portland having two versions of a G league team in their, you know, <laughs> Portland trailblazer, you know, roster hey. and watch the young bucks and uh, Hey, realistic here. And then their actual G league team. So are, are you anticipating there being kind of a, a lot of crossover where, you know, you you're, you're covering, you know, this one guy who's maybe popping a lot and then he's playing three weeks and for, for the blazers. And you're doing a lot of talking about him on that, that end, or are you going to try to strictly focus only on the guys on the remix while they're there? Um, you know, the, the shtick that I've been joking of doing is like pretending like I've never heard of the Blazers or NBA basketball at all. And just I have like, been appreciating that by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I might stick with that, but you know, in real life, I love the Blazers. So it's going to be a, it's going to be kind of a tough one to, to really stick to. But like, I think that would be my, my goal is to just like mainly be like, this is about the G league. I want to like legitimize it and not make it like a secondary thing so much, you know? So I, that would be my goal is to, to really stick to, to G league stuff. But then when guys get sent down, like I'll be excited for that. I'm, I'm going to be excited when Ryan repair, you know, scores 30 <laughs> against the ignite or whatever, you know? So like, that would be awesome. I'll be excited about that too, but mostly G league. Well, it's interesting to you talking about just the way that people root for the team might be different. And it definitely will be particularly because of access. Like I don't, maybe, you know, I don't know what the ticket costs are going to be for these games, but I imagine less than an NBA game, right? Like, yeah, they're really cheap. Do you, you know, do you... court side tickets for, for more, but like, you know, I, I did like a half season this year and it was like, 
it was like it came out to ten dollars a ticket or something like wow. that. So you're gonna be you're gonna be at a ha- a most of these games or, or yeah, a good, <laughs> a good chunk anyway. Yeah, yeah. How did like how does that? Um, how are you going to balance being kind of like someone who's interested in basketball, maybe even rooting for the team with also now you have a podcast where you're trying to cover them too. Like, like what, what hat when you walk into the Portland university of Portland arena, whatever it's named is, which I don't remember, what hat are you wearing? Are you wearing like a, I I'm a person, I'm a fan, I'm covering the team. Is it all of those hats as I take off my hat? Um, yeah. How are you, how are you? <laughs> oh approaching man, that's that? a good question. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I think since really the only guys that are probably going to be on the team that I even have like an idea of who they are is, you know, the two way guys um, and a couple of the guys that are on the summer league team. I think, I think I'm like, I'm not, I'm not really a fan yet in the same way. I'm a fan of, of anything else I'm a fan of, you know? So like I'm coming in pretty, pretty blank slate to be honest. Um, and so like, I've been looking at it more just like on a level of curiosity, you know, like what does the, what is, what is, what does the team try to do? You know, how similar is that to the Blazers? I'd assume it's similar. Uh, you got to assume it's similar, but like, I don't know. I think I'm basically coming at it from just, a level of curiosity to, to see what they do more than like actually being invested in, um, how good they are or, or anything like that. So that's kind of like mostly what I'm looking at is, is just out of pure curiosity and interest, you know, like, like it's like a, it's like a science project or something. I'm in middle school and I'm, you know, doing a science project. It's, it's just like, Oh, I wonder, I wonder what, what this would be like. I mean, is there anyone that you're, I know it's still very early days, um, but is there anyone that we know is going to be spending a decent amount of time in the G League? Like you mentioned, Ryan Rupert, who's clearly going to be the next Nick Batum, like obviously, but is there anyone in obviously, particular? Yes. <laughs> such, a, such a countryist thing to think. <laughs> Listen, he looked terrible in summer league and he's from France. So therefore it's Nick Batum. Um, Aren't yeah. they from the same city too? Are they? I think, I think they they, are. they know each other. Yeah. Cool. I, I, like I think it. it was either same city or like went to like some same or like shared yeah, school or something. There's some like connection that. there. Yeah. That's hey, I'm I'm down with it. Um, Nick Patum, come back to Portland. Why not? But is I, there anyone? I was advocating for that last year. That's right. I don't I think know. he's coming now. No, I think he's no. retiring after this season, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that too. Um. Yeah. I mean, is there anyone in particular, again, it's still early days, but is there anyone in particular that you're kind of like most interested in seeing how they play slash most interested in seeing how they develop, um, and how they might be able to use their time. Yeah. With the remix, um, for that purpose. Yeah. Well, Ibu Baji, I'm really interested in because he started like playing basketball super late and um, he didn't play at all last season. Um, so I'm, I'm really interested in him. Um, I watched this uh, interview with him the other day that Mike Schmitz did like three years ago. Um, and uh, it was really funny because he was just like, tell me about yourself. And Ibu Baji goes like, uh, I'm funny. 
I'm seven feet tall, cool guy. That's it. <laughs> it's like, that's the three things you can come up with. Um, you know, and he asked him like, what player do you, do you really like in the, in basketball? Joel Embiid, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to get on board with a 19, 20 year old that like started playing basketball six years ago or something like that. Five years ago that wants to be the next Joel Embiid. I'm all about that. You know, uh, he looked okay at summer league too. So that was kind of fun. Um, and then there's that one player. What is his name? He was on the summer league roster. Um, of course we picked the year that I wasn't there. Oh, do you usually go? <laughs> yes. These are, uh, I steal one every year that I go from the back of the chairs. You can just unbutton them when no one's looking. I have quite a few. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I went for the first time this summer. Nice. Um, but the, the guy that was on the summer league roster, he's like the second highest college scorer of all time. I'm, I'm blanking on his name. I should know this. I feel like one yeah. of us should know this. I, I should not. I, I paid zero attention and that's going to lead into a question. Actually, I'll ask this question while you're looking it up here real quick. So, Antoine Davis. Okay. There we go. Okay. For the, uh, for the casual fan like me, like, even though I do a Blazers podcast, like I, I'm not entirely sure myself how much, how checked in I'm going to be for most of the season, which by the way, stay tuned folks. That'll make for some very interesting podcast hosting on my part, (laughs) (laughs) you know, cause typically the Blazers are, you know, I all plan my freaking calendar around them. You know, somebody wants to do uh, plan an act or do an activity, go out, whatever I'm "Ah, I can't, they're playing, you know, as to now they're just going to be, you know, passively in the background. And like the last two tanking years, I haven't, I've checked out because I haven't necessarily always been a big fan of the, let's watch the young guys develop. And I feel as though I'm not, on an island with that but how how would you go about introducing the g league to someone with that mindset who's familiar with basketball but doesn't necessarily you know at the moment care about why do i want to watch these you know young kids develop yeah well i think the way i've been thinking about it is um there's like a few things uh there's a lot of movement in the g league So like the second half of the season, the roster can look like pretty different than the first half. Um, So I think it's a little more like maybe the second half of the season, the team will figure it out more more than you would get in the NBA. So I think that's kind of cool. They start the season over halfway through, like they wipe the, the wins and losses. Um, So I think there's like a little more opportunity for a team to, to put some things together in one or two seasons than there is in the NBA. Um, and then if you do like watching, um, young guys start to put it together, um, but kind of in a different way, cause you're not, you're not waiting for, you know, five starters that are, <laughs> that are under 23 to put it together. Um, that's kind of what most of the league is like is he's either relatively young or they're, you know, they've played in an overseas league or they're an NBA vet that's working their way back into the NBA. So I think you have a little bit more variety in kind of who you're, who you're rooting for on your team, you know, like the Blazers will probably have, you know, Jeremy Grant as a vet and that might be it. (laughs) Um, And then we don't know what the remixes roster is going to look like yet, but I'd imagine the two ways 
a handful of young guys. I would hope they sign at some point in the season, like one of those NBA vets that, you know, is still playing basketball in some capacity. Like, I think that would be cool. I'll be excited for some hoop grids guy to like be on the roster or whatever. Um, and so I can't so wait I for Dwight Howard to make his way to the Rip City remix. It's going to be great. Exactly. Oh God. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy the Jersey and everything. You know it. Uh, well, at least he's got a last name that can transfer. Like, <laughs> no, this wasn't Dwight Howard. This was another Howard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And so I think you have a lot of chances throughout the season just to kind of like renew interest a little bit. Um, And then if nothing else, you can probably be excited to see the ignite come through town. Like that's going to be super cool. Um, There's like three or four guys that are like lottery picks, if not, you know, a little bit later, two guys that are like right now, probably definitely lottery picks if top five um yeah, possibly even one two like i mean it's early. Was, exactly yeah and that was scoot's team right he was the ignite yeah yep okay yep and so they've got a couple other guys that are like one through five at the moment a couple other guys that are like probably first round picks um so you, if, if nothing else you should you should check out those games um and then you know Beyond that, I think if you just like basketball in general, it's super easy to kind of tune in and out, which maybe is not (laughs) as attractive for some people. But like, I think that's I think that's cool personally um, that you can go to a game for 10 bucks or whatever. And and I was going to say about that, you know what I mean? I think particularly for the local market, this is going to be really, really cool. You get to see like high level basketball for not that much money. Like I, I do think yeah. that's actually a great thing. Um, yeah. I've also thought like, about, I, I've, Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm kind of curious, like what the G league looks like in several years. Cause there's really no, you know, like middle-class professional athletes in the United States. Like that doesn't really exist. Um, you're either an NBA player or you're not, you know, or you're in China, um, or you're in China <laughs> exactly. And like, but there's so much talent in basketball in the world that I don't know, that would be something that I really wish existed is like, you know, uh, middle-class professional sports, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I think that would be super cool, you know, cause there's all these leagues in different parts of the world that have tons and tons of talent. Um, it would be awesome to me if that translated over to the U S at all. I agree. Like I'm, I'm on this relatively small Island here with a couple million people. And I saw a regional, um, basketball game, the Otago nuggets, you know, we're playing in a town an hour away. It was super fun. And like, it was not that much yeah. to get in. We were so close to the court. You do, you get that sense of scale and speed being that close to it. Um, and they weren't, you know, NBA level players, but it was like, it was, it was like very entertaining. And I felt myself getting connected to certain players based on like one move they made. And then now I'm like watching them more closely. Like that's just sort of how it happens. Right. Like if you, if you enjoy basketball, Ryan, 
Um, but like, <laughs> but no, I'm like, <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to show as you, I'm, but like, as I'm watching a Mariners playoff or, uh, you know, Mariners game. Can you <laughs> please pay attention for the love of God? Last 10 games of the season. They're fighting for their playoff. He's got lives. his little Mariners hat and his little Mariners shirt. He's got his little Mariners nice. poster behind him for God's sake. No, no. you do not. No, he's sorry. Julio. He didn't mean that. <laughs> never, never mind the bobblehead up there too. Yeah. Nice. Uh, back there you back go. to the. <laughs> back to the G league really quick, but like I, I, one other thing that I think some casual fans might do is, and I think this is what's maybe going to help begin spurring interest when you have the first player who really pops and who goes from playing in the G league to now they're like a fixture on the blazers. I think that's going to get people to watch. Cause then they're going to be kind of like, Oh, like who's the next guy to pop. And so I'm curious, do you have a sense of who that might be? Um, and again, it's so early. We don't really know yet. And I, I get that, but like, um, is there anyone that you think as of right now has the highest likelihood of going from, Oh, that's like a G league player. to like, Oh, they'd become like a legit NBA rotation player. Oh man. I, w- I wish I had a better answer for you. The roster just isn't filled out enough to know. Um, but like, man, I mean, that stuff happens all the time, you know, especially right. through like COVID and everything, you know, that's going to be different this season probably, but there were just so many call-ups. Especially if your team has a really good talent identifier, which Joe Cronin front office just happens yeah. to have such a person, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Talking about Mike Schmitz, obviously. Um, I, I do like, it's interesting to think about the business side of this, the Blazers, you know, and Cronin, the way he's built his front office and them hiring Mike Schmitz away from ESPN. And now of course, as Blazers fans, every time, and you mentioned one earlier with Ibu Baji, every time we see like a Mike Schmitz interview with ESPN with this person, it's like, is that person going to make his way to the Blazers? Like I've heard it happen yeah. with DeAndre Ayton. It's like Mike Schmitz interviewed DeAndre Ayton. And now he's going to, he's a future Blazer, but like um, having the G league is a repository for talent when you have someone who is known around the league as an A plus talent evaluator, I think is going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, just that they like managed to put the team together in like six months or whatever it was like, they obviously have a really big, have made uh development, a huge priority. And I guess you can kind of like argue <laughs> how long that was like the plan over going with vets and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But whatever it is, they did it. So well, and clearly That's where we're at now. Yeah. Sorry. I keep, I keep interrupting, but, um, oh, you're good. uh, just that like, and someone fact checked me on this, my understanding, and I'm not trying to, I've crapped on Neil Olshay so much and I will more, don't worry. But like, he never prioritized the G league in any way, shape or form, which I find very odd given the blazers where they are, you know, it's a relatively small city, not a super desirable market. We all know how the blazers going to get talent. It's going to be through the draft or trade. So why wouldn't you develop that, that pipeline of talent? Um, it makes perfect sense. So I, I don't think it's a coincidence that this happened after Neil O'Shea yeah left was fired in, you know, in disgrace. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Ryan, you're on mute. I had paint on my nose. On What's no. that? I had paint on my nose and not a single one of you said a thing. <laughs> Luckily, we're not recording the video. Anything. Were you trying to say something or were you on mute on purpose? Sorry, that's I bad. was complaining about none of you telling me that I paint on my nose. <laughs> I, like, I couldn't tell, cold. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, well, we are getting near the end of our time. Um, if you were to leave us and the people who listen to this extremely popular podcast <laughs> with anything about the G League or the Rip City remix, um, what would you like to share with folks or leave them with as we fade into the sunset? Um, I think a big thing about the G League, from what I understand, um, it's kind of easy to root for for individuals um just just kind of like for their success you know like i think we should always be rooting for people's success in general um but like man even in the g league getting a call up to a team for like training camp or a 10 day or whatever like that's a huge huge deal um and there's only so many of those spots so like as the nba season kind of rolls into form and everything um like it's pretty easy to to just have an idea of of who's going to be around in the NBA and the G League. Like the Blazers are going to have several guys on the training camp roster that'll probably be on the remix, and just like be on the lookout for these guys. I'll try to I'll try to you know keep up to date to date on that stuff, um, because it's you know if you watch like the that Amazon documentary, you know. Um, like these are dudes that are trying to, you know, make a dream happen. And it's just really cool to, to kind of get to follow that a little bit from afar and, and root them on. Um, and, and, uh, you know, that's before the season even starts. So it's just kind of cool to have a little bit of this, like, you know, insight into, into individuals too. So yeah, that's kind of what to look for. I think over the next couple months. And just a functional question, how often are you planning to um, be releasing episodes as the season gets started? Probably, probably like once a week, maybe something like that. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, Ryan, you got anything else before we bounce? Nothing that I can think of. I'll definitely be tuning in. Uh, I'm I'm going to rely on you to get me interested in in watching younger children than I typically do play basketball and, and care about their development. Well, I mean, yeah. I would say, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, just you know, it, it, it can be, it can be difficult to get excited about like, oh, this guy is a child and he's a professional athlete. <laughs> I already have to fake yeah. being excited and interested in my own two children. Now I have to... <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. You say that, Eric, I saw, I think it was you that tweeted this, that I think you said you're sad because when Dame leaves, um, there's not be anyone on the team who's older than you. Uh, just wait until you are older than <laughs> everyone in the NBA. Because it yeah. gets worse. <laughs> they like, reach our age. They retire. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, actually I'm still holding on by a thread because LeBron James and I are almost the exact same age. And so, um, I still tell myself I could be in the NBA if I wanted to, I could be yeah. one of the best players. LeBron, in the NBA LeBron's got a year on me. Put your name in the draft this next season. I should have tried out for the Rip City I, remix. By the way, I thought that was so you cool. You could have worn crowds. a Ryan Argianato jersey and just walked into the freaking arena <laughs> for a good portion of last year. I've Man. compared you looks wise to him for four years. He's finally on the team. And Even you don't for, like just try to find a jersey and stroll onto the court. Even for a really boring, plain looking white dude, uh, Ryan Archidiacono has a little bit on me, unfortunately. Um, and I never quite <laughs> passed, but, uh, Eric, we appreciate you and your time. If people wanted to reach out to you uh, or wanted to connect with your work, how would they do that? Yeah, you can find um, the podcast on 
everything that you can get podcasts on Kenny's G league. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter or X, um, at Juzum oops, S H O O Z U M O O P S. It's supposed to sound like shoot some hoops and, uh, yeah, connect with me there. Uh, congratulations too, because your Twitter name spawned a new channel in the Trailcasters discord with, where people then connect to shoot some oh, yeah. hoops, which I'm excited <laughs> for. I can't wait to be back in Portland to see you two and others, um, and to actually play some basketball. Um, yeah, I'll, awesome. uh, I'll be the water boy. I got, I got your towels. We're good. <laughs> you could still okay. play. I mean, we could play half court. We could do, you know, it's fine. I, hey, <laughs> Seth was out there. He'd had like surgery on his foot and he was playing. Right. So like, if he could do that, like you could play. Um, anyways, uh, I'll be the GM. I'll, that's the job I'll apply for. GM of yes. the pickup hoops rec game. Should have applied on LinkedIn to the Rip City Remix, my friend. It was there for the taking. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's it for now. If you want to reach out to us, you can always do that at we at 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 what at what at like the Blazers on Twitter. We're not going to call it X. By the way, once they start charging people for that, I'm totally off. We're I'm out. Do it. I'm, I'm out. I'm not going to do it. I, I literally like it's not even it's it's moral, but it's also I'm just not going to do it. Anyway, you can find I us. Pay, on Twitter. I pay so much money for so many stupid other subscriptions. I don't <laughs> care. It's only a dollar. I actually just paid for my second podcast, uh, a podcast called Is This Good? Uh, with um, a couple of the guys who are connected with No Dunks, formerly the starters. Anyway, why am I talking about this? Find us at Like the Blazers. Find Eric at Shoesum Hoops. Find Ryan at The Witty, the Witty Ryan. Find me at Golden PDX. You can also find us at WeLikeTheBlazers.com. And that's about it. Until next time, I appreciate you all. Thank you for having us. What? That's weird. And go Blazers. Go Blazers. Go Remix. <laughs> go Remix. <laughs>